Hello and welcome to episode number 72 of The Heart of Teaching. I'm Nathan Rivers, and today's episode is entitled, Kindness. If you know anybody in the community that's making a difference, send us a DM on Instagram. We'll shout them out in an upcoming episode and explain their impact on the community. This week, we would like to recognize the late great principal of Bowen Island Community School, Mr. Mike Arnott. His sense of humor and commitment to the students, parents, and teachers in his community will never be forgotten. All those who knew Mike were richer for their experience. If you haven't done so already, be sure to follow us on Instagram. The link to do so is available in the episode description. The Heart of Teaching proudly supports Mom Stop the Harm. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome back to The Heart of Teaching. I'm Dave Rizicki with my student producer and my good friend Nathan Rivers, and thanks for joining us today. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about the effects of kindness and its impact, especially as teachers and as coaches, and the impact we have on our students. Now, this is actually going to be part one. And in part two, I'm going to give you a bit more context about my experience in the classroom and some of the events that happened that helped reinforce this entire concept. Today, I'm going to be talking about an event that happened to me as a young adult and its impact on my teaching and my coaching career. So let's begin by saying that my parents were passionate gardeners. And our yard growing up, it looked like it was manicured literally every day, especially my dad's grass. It was perfect. However, one spring, we ran into a problem. Our boulevard, which was part of the yard, obviously, and it was meticulously taken care of, it would be uh, ripped up every second day. And there was this one boy, and he would do brake stands on my dad's grass. Now, if you don't know what a brake stand is, that's where you lock up your brakes on the bicycle, your back tire slides around, and you literally skid, and you can just slice up yards of grass. Well, he'd really do some damage. It felt bad for my dad. And, you know, my dad would go out there, and he'd replace the grass. He'd, he'd even it up, and he'd replant it. And a couple of days later, that same kid would come by and he'd rip it up. And it was frustrating. It was frustrating for my dad. And it was frustrating for me. Well, it all changed one weekend. I was actually helping my dad in the front yard. And we were close to the house, so you couldn't see us from the street. When this same kid came roaring down the hill on his bicycle, again, he didn't see us, and he did this brake stand. He locked his brakes up and he ripped up just a swath of grass. But this time, I ran after him. And uh, I probably would have been about 15, excuse me, 18 at the time. And I was fast. And I was actually gaining ground on him when his chain came off. And the chain flew off and his bike hit the ground with him. Now, when he hit the ground, he popped right back up. He wasn't hurt, but he was scraped. But he kept on running. And he was running fast. But I had his prized bike. Now, I started yelling at him. I called him a few choice names. And then I could hear my dad screaming at me as he was running down the hill. And he asked me, he goes, what were you going to do? And I told him, he said, I'm going to teach him a lesson. I actually want to knock the spokes out of this kid's bike. My dad looked angry and he stared at me and he said, do you really think that's going to solve the problem? I turned to my dad and I said, yeah. I said, I think it's going to stop him from ripping up the grass. My dad told me that it wasn't the answer. 
He picked up the bike and he started to drag it back to our house. Now, the kid followed us and he was a safe distance away and he wanted to know what we were going to do with this bike. When the bike was back on our boulevard, my dad instructed me to go and get his toolbox and that he was going to fix this kid's bike. And honestly, I was furious. I remember asking him, I go, why would you do that? I said, this kid's been ripping up our grass for weeks and you're going to go and fix his bike? My dad just stared at me. And he said he was going to fix this kid's bike because this young man probably didn't have a dad that would fix the bike for him. And besides that, it was the right thing to do. He went on to say that we had no idea what was happening in this kid's world. And he went on and said, kids aren't born this way, David. They're made that way. Now, that was my dad's way of saying that uh, kids were all a product of their environment. Well, my pop fixed this, uh, this boy's bike, and he actually made it better than it was. And he left it in front of our house, and we went inside the house. We actually could look and see outside our front window when this, this kid came back. But this boy quickly grabbed his bike, and he sped off. And you know what? My dad was right. He never came back, and he never damaged our yard again. We would on occasion actually see him speed down that hill, and he would actually turn, smile at us, and wave, and he'd be gone in a blink of an eye. And the truth is, we never ever spoke to him. But my dad's prized yard was never damaged from that point, and that young man never caused us any more problems. So what does this story have to do with this episode? So here's the segue, the transition, and my perspective. As a teacher looking back, you know, I reflect a ton of times on that one single incident and what my dad said. And as angry as I was with that kid that was ripping off our grass, and of course, obviously his actions, after I had his bike, and even when we had dragged the bike back to our house, I never thought for a moment about this young man's world. I just wanted him to stop, and I wanted consequences. Now, as a teacher and as a coach, I'll think about some of the more challenging kids I've taught and how at times there needs to be consequences for their actions. Make no mistake about it. But once that sentence has been served, how do we connect with those kids? How do we stop that stuff? And how do we ensure that it doesn't happen again? And I think about my dad and his random act of kindness towards that boy and how it was received. Now, my dad didn't fix that bike because he wanted something in return. Although, you know what? He did inform me that that young man would leave us alone. And my pop was right. He did. So as teachers and as coaches, once we dispense with the consequences, maybe we can reflect on a, a random act of kindness with those students to see if that'll make a difference, not only in their world, but ours. Because honestly, we might be surprised how little we actually know about their worlds and the challenges they have and the impact it has on them, especially when they're at school. Well, this will conclude part one of the effects of kindness. Next episode in part two, I'll actually give you more practical context related to my teaching experiences. And that's when I talk about two former students that I taught, both who had significant challenges and baggage, and how some things that were really insignificant in my world actually changed our relationships forever. Now there's the hook. This is Dave Rizicki with Nathan Rivers. We'll both be back next week. Hopefully you will too. In these challenging times, please stay safe, take care, be well, and as always, peace.